What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today is our first official episode of our new interview-based show titled Let's Talk. This is the show where I will be conducting personal interviews with guests all across the film community, whether that's like members of the Cinemania World team, special guests, people from like film Twitter, and so on. Everyone, everyone's invited. Um, today I'll be asking, this show is basically about, I'll be asking all the tough questions so you can get to know more about the people you think you know on social media. For our first episode today, I am joined by a very special guest. She's a very close friend of mine, a member of the Cinemania World team, the one and only Hannah, everyone. Hannah, how are you? Hi, hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, so when I thought about this show... I wanted to have like some sort of kind of show where I can just talk back and forth with someone when we're not when we're not talking about all like when we're not like having to talk about movies. When we're not arguing. <laughs> and yeah, not bantering and stuff like that. Just kind of a one-on-one with like a bunch of people because I've I've always been into that since I was like a little kid, just getting to know people and stuff. Um, and I find people interesting, and everyone has like a story. So I just wanted to you know, start this show up. And I had you as our first, um, I wanted you as my first because um, I think, I think out of a lot of people on like online that I know, I think you're very interesting as far as like the stuff you're into, the stuff you talk about. I mean, your favorite movie of the year is like It, Chapter 2, <laughs> you know. So, um, <laughs> so I'm always just interested in getting getting to know everyone. So I was like, you know, Hannah would be a great first guess, especially since I especially since I for the most part know you by now and it's not like a it's not weird or anything or anything like that. I like you're not a stranger, you know. I, I'm probably yeah. going to be having like random people on this show, but it's a good a good show. like the first show is probably good to just have someone that you kind of know a little bit you spoken to a thousand times so welcome why did you agree to this <laughs> uh i honestly i was like really excited to like uh be able to like hear everyone else's interviews and i was like oh that would mean me too uh <laughs> so it didn't like occur to me that i would have to do it too but like i'm excited um good 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 um first things first how are you doing how are you how was work today? Good. Uh, it was boring. <laughs> boring. And you work at the, for everyone that doesn't know you, oh, that's my phone. For everyone that doesn't know, you work at the uh, movie theater. I do. So how's that? I, you know, you know what's interesting about that? As much as I love movies and stuff, I could never work in a theater <laughs> because I feel, does it like, does it get like busy at your job or anything like where yeah. your theater is at? Yeah, we get okay. busy when we have, like, bigger movies. Like, just recently, Frozen 2. Like, we were, like, terribly busy. Um, and it's, like, the job is pretty boring, except for when, like, it gets, like, busy. Because once you, like, mm. finish doing everything, and, like, once people are in a theater watching a movie, you're kind of just, like, sitting in there for two hours waiting to, like, do something. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I always um wondered, like, what happened. I, I just assumed, like... The movie theater business, it keeps going because there's always different movie times and stuff. But um, how many screens is in your theater? Six. So we're a small Six. theater. Oh, okay. So okay. that's another problem where it's like you really don't have much to do a lot of the time. 
Okay, that makes sense. That reminds me of like the, when I go to like theaters in like in like small towns and stuff. Because there's like indie theaters in Boston, but they still get like really really busy. Um, especially this time of year when everyone's trying to catch the latest like festival movies and stuff. But I remember when I went to go visit my girlfriend and um she lives in Newburyport. They have like one theater over there, and it's always like dead. So that kind of reminds me of of that, like five screens and stuff like yeah. that. Is it like we're block- not an indie theater? The- yeah, is it like all the blockbusters and stuff? Yeah, we mostly okay. get, like, bigger movies and stuff like that. Um, it's, like, occasionally when we'll get something like Peanut Butter Falcon, or we just got, like, Richard Jewell, and I was, like, really, like, uh, surprised. Uh, <laughs> right, right, but, right. Yeah, we, we're not an indie theater, so if, if we were, we'd probably be a lot more busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because... um. Yeah, I've always loved indie theaters and stuff. And then, like, um, because I'm so used to, like, as far as, like, the mainstream theater, I'm so used to, like, the AMCs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, That's probably because Boston has, like, has, like, four of them. Like, you know. We're an uh, independent theater, though. Yeah, yeah, Like, we're not, yeah, like, with yeah. a chain or anything. Right, right. So that reminds me of, there's a theater near, um, there's a theater in, like, Seaport called, like, the Showcase whatever and it's like a kind of independent, but still kind of high class and stuff. And they don't show indie movies; they just like the newer stuff. And then the Arc Light just opened up a few um, a few weeks ago and stuff, so that shows all the newer stuff as well. I was gonna go see Richard Jewell tonight, but um, especially to clean out that taste of Black Christmas. Oh <laughs> I think I'm gonna go this weekend to see Richard Jewell. Oh, I thought he was gonna say Black Christmas. Oh, I I, want, I actually like, kind of do. I'm curious oh, after you said that it was girl. terrible. I it's, really want to see how bad it is. It's one of the worst movies I've ever sat through. I'm not I kidding. I don't have to pay for it, so. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's literally, and I don't, I don't, I don't ever leave movies. I feel bad for leaving, but then I don't because it was a, it's a disaster. And then like, I wasn't the only one who left. It was like two people who oh, like went man. left for me. There was one girl who got up, oh, she was, she was done. I was like, oh, she's going to get more popcorn <laughs> or something. And then she just never came back. Then there was another. <laughs> then there was another female who got up and that same thing. I'm like, oh, she's got to go to the bathroom. Never came back. And I said, you know what? I don't blame them. I'm out of here. You know, <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm out of here. I can't do this. This is awful. Like this is. They told someone like Tyler told me that the ending gets like bad and stuff. So I'm just like, I'm all set. Um, it's confusing for it. theater workers to see people leave early. Yeah, it's really weird. Because the guy, we. We'll think that like the movie's done, and like we'll like go try and clean it, but then we're like, oh, someone just like left. <laughs> so one of my main problems, as far as like working in a theater, is why I because like I've had I've had chances to work at AMC's and stuff in Boston, especially when I was in high school. My one fear is that I'm gonna lose my love for movies if I work at a theater and stuff because I, I feel think it's like increased mine. Has it? Okay, so that's interesting yeah. because I um. I just always thought that because I'm gonna because I hate working and like you know, if I'm mad at something and I I wouldn't want to come back here and stuff. Granted, there's <laughs> other theaters I could go to, but um, I did have two friends like Bailey and um, James who who worked at theater worked worked at a movie theater and they were always like miserable and stuff. So I was oh. just like, that always scared that always scared me. Maybe I'm just like weird. <laughs> no, I, I don't because hate working as before. much as everyone else does. Right, right. When did you start? When did you start the um, movie theater job? September, and this is like my like kind of first official job. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because my parents didn't like doesn't like still don't like me having a job. Uh, and any of us kids like they don't want us the want my younger sister, or younger brother to get a job until they're like out of college. 
Really? Why? Why is yeah. that? That's so interesting. Because Why they is that? It's stress. They don't want us because they know. Since this is like a kind of one-on-one deep kind of talk, whatever. Um, right. Me, when I first started high school, they like they were full, like full on the idea of us having jobs. Like they didn't care. And then once I started high school, I started to get really stressed out and really depressed, and I started uh, having like go see a psychiatrist and a therapist, and I ended up in um, a psychiatric hospital and being inpatient for a while. Um, because of wow, just how like I overwhelmed that. I was with high school and yeah. uh, like trying to like make friends and like balance, you mm-hmm. know, like um, grades and everything like that. And my parents like, you know, after that happened, they kind of stepped back and were like, well, we need to like make sure our kids aren't like, you know, over overextending themselves and they okay. should just be able to focus on school and, you know, not have other priorities outside of that that's going to make them feel obligated see i was gonna make a joke and be like yo i i mean i take those parents any day my mom made my mom <laughs> my mom kicked me my mom kicked me like so my mom cut me off when i was like 14 um and i thank her for it just because just because like i feel like if i wasn't if i if i was like depending on her for a long period of time that I, I would like i wouldn't be who i am today she cut me mm-hmm. off at 14 and i started working at mcdonald's for like three years in high school and stuff um and that was it was not bad i mean i was making a little bit of money on the side and i saved up a lot for college and stuff and then when i finally got to college i had all this money saved but um college was a disaster for me like college was so <laughs> bad and stuff but hearing your side as to why that is so interesting because i mean that it, it makes a lot of sense not to want to you don't want to like a, a lot of parents don't kind of a lot of parents don't see what's going on with their with their kids especially millennials like you know parents think that we for some reason have it easy and i'm like mm-hmm. i mean i don't i mean listen i was like high school was high school was rough for me just because, like, the same thing, trying to fit in, trying to have friends. Like, I was not, like, in high school, I was not that guy. Like, all my, all my, because I was in an urban high school. It, it was kind of, it was a little diverse. Like, it had, like, um, a mixture of everyone, you know, black people, Hispanic, Asian, white, and stuff like that. It was kind of a mixture. And I was, um... I was like, all the guys in my school was always worried about Nikes. I'm like, who gives a fuck about Nikes? Like, <laughs> right. when's, when's the next comic book comes out? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I was into like wrestling and comics and movies and uh, and stuff like that. I'm watching Hannah Montana. My guys are watching like <laughs> NBA, and I'm like, it's just not for me. It was it was it was it's crazy because it was at one point my mom came to me at one point. And she's like, my mom was like, you know, I have no problems with like sexuality and stuff i'm never gonna judge i'm like mom what are you trying to say she was just like are you <laughs> gay and i'm like mom no <laughs> well you're just not into a lot of the stuff that the guys are into and i'm like yeah <laughs> oh. and <laughs> <laughs> what about it <laughs> but i was like um but I, I i totally get that so what was the um why was why was it so why was like high school so tough for you and stuff like you know when well, while I was growing up, um, I would say around nine, uh, my, like, life wasn't as stable as it is now. Um, I'm not afraid to, like, say this or anything, so it's going to say it. Um, my parents uh, have, like, were struggling with a drug addiction um, around when I was nine years old. Yeah. And that made 
things just like very chaotic up until I was like 14 and then they like you know got clean sober and like everything's like amazing now but not perfect but like uh (laughs) we're we're far from drugs right now (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and uh so that was like kind of like on my mind a lot uh, because of those years and like always kind of like on the verge of like being like, oh, we're, they're going to like relapse. Oh, like we're going to be in like, you know, a tough situation again. Um, that never happened, thankfully. But like that's that was my mindset back then because mm-hmm. it had just been so fresh. Um, and then also I, uh, I like I had friends in seventh and eighth grade, but then like in high school, we all just kind of like immediately separated and I felt very like isolated and lonely. And mm-hmm. like you said, I wasn't really like into like uh, a whole bunch of stuff that like, you know, the girls I was friends with uh, were like, they were like super like boy obsessed and like just yeah, wanted yeah. to, you know, party and like stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't like to do that. Like <laughs> uh, I've never like been one that is like super I guess like look like looking for a relationship and that's like what high school was for a lot of the girls that I talked to is just constantly looking for someone to like validate them and like you know um be in a relationship with and I've never been that way uh I'm very independent so that, that just kind of put a a very big like wall between us and me I didn't want to reach out because I was just very shy like I have like if I saw myself, like, 14-year-old me saw myself, like, doing this kind of stuff, now I would be absolutely terrified because mm-hmm. I was just so, like, antisocial um, <clears throat> and, like, didn't really talk to anybody. So, yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I, um, you, as far as the podcasting stuff and you being a part of um, the Cinemania World, like, family, as we like to say, you know, you, um you kind of wasn't expecting stuff like this, I would imagine, because it was so random. Like, the way you and I met was on, a one, one, once again, like, one of those mutual things on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody, must have retwe- somebody must have retweeted something that you did, <laughs> and then I must have liked it or retweeted it back and then followed you. Um, then we followed e- each other. I think we were following each other for, like, a couple, like, a week or two before I realized that... Um, I wanted to, because I wanted to, like, uh, I, I wanted to do a Pride, like, you know, as far as the uh, Pride, it was Pride Month. I wanted to do the Pride review for a bunch of Pride movies, you know what I mean? Um, but I, the only movie that I was able to do was Call Me By Your Name. And I said, I know I know, I want that to be at least the, the movie that we do if we don't do a lot of it and stuff. So I already had Larry. I knew I wanted Larry just because his perspective and stuff like that. Um, he's a, he is a part of that community and whatnot. Then I wanted, um, and then I wanted like a couple of more people. So I had one of my friends and then I wanted like one more voice. And then I was like, um, I was just scrolling and then I clicked on your profile for some whatever reason. And then it said like all the calling by your name stuff. Yeah. Uh, you had like, the, you had like the, you had like the, uh, what, what is it? The Twitter header and all that stuff. I was like, yeah, I, was like, I had my header perfect. and like my bio was like calling by your name enthusiast. It was, it was, it was Captain Marvel because, oh. <laughs> and I remember that it was Captain Marvel enthusiast or something, you know, I was like, no, no, and no, that's no, my, where my bio was calling by your name enthusiast. 
Yeah, 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 that, that, yeah. that. But there was like something, something else was there about Captain Marvel. It and was I probably was my like, header. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so then I was like, oh, this is perfect. And I sent you a quick message. Um, and usually, like, as far as messages like that, it's, especially with my Twitter profile picture, I've never changed it. It looks like a, a mean person and stuff. So anytime I message people, I, I'm always a way to either, like, I'm, a, I'm probably going to get, like, a no or, oh, I'm not, oh, that's not for me. I'm not really, a, um, I'm not really a radio person. I'm, I like to tell people that, oh, you know, it's just like a conversation with friends, even though we're not friends. Yeah, we'll, we will become friends, trust me, after we do a show, you know. And then that's pretty much my mentality. But you were like, sure. And I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. And then um, you got on it. Great. And then I was like, then I started realizing a lot more of your posts that you watch other stuff, a bunch of other stuff. And then I was like, yo, she watches Euphoria. Let's get on this uh, Euphoria show. Then we started doing that weekly. And then you kind of went into like the world shows and then other movie reviews, other shows. So... Something like that is like, is that what you're saying that you kind of like, since you were very antisocial before, you kind of wouldn't see yourself doing something like this? What is it yeah. like? What is it like to be kind of like kind of like pushed into this kind of like podcasting and like creator kind of worlds, you know? Um, I, It was like it, it's still like crazy, uh, crazy to me that like people like listen to like my opinions and like care about what I have to say, uh, <laughs> because like when I was younger like I just kind of still have that kind of voice in the back of my head where it's like you aren't special uh and like you know that kind of stuff and when you reached out to me I got I was like very excited but also in my mind I was like I'm very nervous and that through that whole uh podcast that we did that first one that we did on calling by name I was shaking and like my anxiety was terrible and I was like I listened to it like 40 million times afterwards like criticizing everything I said like I overthought it terribly um and then when you reached back out to me to ask me if I would uh do another show I was like so surprised and like just like very flattered and I was like oh my god like this is so crazy she's like what she's like what the hell's up with this guy what's he thinking (laughs) (laughs) but Uh, uh, no yeah I was like what the hell are you thinking I sucked (laughs) (laughs) no it was you know what's crazy about that review so that re- that 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 review, right? First of all, it's crazy. That's our number two most listened to podcast of the year, which is baffling. But um, <laughs> thank you guys, appreciate it. But with that review, right? I had my friend Becca on it, who's not a podcaster, but she's been on a few. I think she's been on like she was on like two of my other shows talking about movies that I because she's like she loves like coming by coming coming of age movies, right? Like loves them and stuff. So I. She loves those movies, and I know she, one of her favorite movies was Coming By Your Name. So I knew I wanted her on that one. So going into the review, because I didn't know anything about you, I was expecting you to say the least. But next to Larry, you were you were right there and part of the conversation <laughs> and stuff like that. Possibly because you had you had like so much to say and stuff. And but that was like why. I was like, you know, yeah, why not? Because I feel like I feel like she um, knew about uh, knew a lot about Call Me by Your Name. But let's see how it is if she if she talks about something else besides that movie. Because a lot of reviewers, like a lot of um, like people who aren't into this kind of stuff and like speaking and radio stuff like that, they all they do, you know, if they if there's just one movie or whatever that they're into, that's all they can talk about. Oh, so okay. I was like, yeah. let's see what this Euphoria show can be like. And then it was great, another great show. And I was like. You, I mean, you're pretty good. And I was like, <laughs> I thought, because how, cause how old are you? You're like 20, 
20, right? No. 19? I'm 18. 18? Jesus Christ. What's going yeah. on? I um, turn 19 next month. Okay. I, I keep telling anybody you're 20 for some reason. I got to stop that. <laughs> but, um, so I thought, I said, listen, let me think about what I was doing when I was 18. I, when I was 18, I was, um, what was I doing? I was going into college and stuff like that. And I think my main hobby was like music. I, I wanted to be this like rapper and it was awful, you know, <laughs> it was, it was awful. I was like, I want to be this rapper and I want to rap and I want to make music. I love Drake. I thought I could be like Drake and stuff. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is awful. But like, I thought I could be like Drake. So I was making music. I was actually going to the studio. My, my mother told me I was good. I was like, that's mom. She's going to tell you, she's going to say everything is good. You know, but then friends was like, oh, you're not bad. And I was like, oh, cool. And then something happened where I just fell out of music and I was like, I'm not because I, I wasn't what was what was wrong with me is that I was trying to find what I was in love with. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought it was music, and I was like, okay, I'm in love with music, and I'm gonna do music for the rest of my life. And I was like, I don't think it's music. So around your age, I was like, I'm trying. I wanna. What am I in love with? And I didn't know that until I was about 21. And about 21 years old, that's when I started like. No, I say about like 19, 19. Now it was like sophomore year, sophomore year. I, all my friends went to, uh, all my friends was like going to like the college club or whatever like that. And I stayed back cause I had some homework to do. I finished my homework and I said, what am I going to do now? Um, so I walked to the red box down my street <laughs> and I shout got to red not, box. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to red box because it's been a while. I haven't, I haven't used red box in years, but like, I was like, you know, I'm going to watch Nightcrawler, right? This was 2014. So probably I was about like 18 or 19. Um, 2014, I watched Nightcrawler and I was like, what the fuck is this? This is amazing. (laughs) Is this what I've been missing all these years? And then I just started collecting movies and watching movies and stuff. And I said, I think I'm in love with movies. That's what it is. And I was like, I finally figured it out. So... To to hear, to be on a show with you and to hear, like, your passion over one movie and to hear, like, a lot of your passions on other things, like, like the fact that you're 18 years old and you're on, you're on a show holding your own with, like, like, 23 plus, like, guys and girls about, like, about, like, movie news and stuff like that is really incredible. I don't think you realize how incredible that is for someone so young, you know what I mean? Because I, uh... Because I I I'm, I get baffled that I'm like fucking like Anna's probably seen more than Alex this year. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like we're you and I were doing shows over the summer. Um, shout out to those to those OG like live shows you and I were doing. Those were great. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you and I were doing shows over the summer, and I'm like she's seen more movies than me. Like you're mentioning <laughs> movies like Francis Ha. I'm like what the fuck's Francis Ha? <laughs> and she's like. Then she's like movies, like movies. What was like other stuff you were mentioning? Something with um, like the lobster. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing watching the lobster at 18 <laughs> years old? So, I mean, you probably watched it when you was like younger. So I'm just like, I'm baffled. And I'm like, I mean, I have to have her a part of this team because she's great. And then everyone who listens to the show loves you and stuff like that. Um, so everyone, and then all everyone, all of us who do shows with you, like I love having you on on like all the shows. But then I then I realize oh, I got to make room for other people. But I'm like, ah, oh, nah, but Hannah's great and stuff <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. So 
it really is incredible to see where you are such a, such a young age, and I'm kind of afraid of where you like where you're gonna be when you get older and stuff like that. So that's gonna be that's gonna be like very interesting to see because I mean I don't think I don't think you yourself was expecting to be a part of like of like you know I'm I mean you're we're on a we're on a messenger talking about awards and stuff like that for this yeah. year <laughs> stuff so. Um, how has it been being a part of all of this so far? H- have your nerves kind of settled, settled down and stuff like that? Oh yeah, for sure. Like I, I love everyone that like I get the chance to talk to like on the podcast and like, just like talking about my favorite thing in the world with other people who are just like so passionate about movies. is just so like invigorating because it's like, I don't know many people like in real life who also like movies. So when I like get to come do this and also on like other podcasts, because once I like started podcasting with you guys, like other podcasts reached out to me and like, it was crazy. Like it kind of all happened at once. Like I did that like first few uh, shows with you and then like other people was like, Hey, we'd love to have you on. And I was like, Oh my God, this is weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I met so many other people, um, you know, doing other podcasts too. And that's just like, it makes me happy to be able to like have conversations with people who know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I agree. I agree because like when we started, it was like only it was only me, Alex, and Christina. Like that was the core, the, the three of it was like the three of us because the Cinemania. It was just um, it was just a uh, a fan page. It was supposed to be a fan page where we just talk about like a fan page where we just talk about movies and stuff like that. It wasn't supposed to be anything like what it is right now. Um, and it's kind of crazy because I'm like the head of it right now. And it's like so crazy how much stuff you have to like balance, you know, as far as, as you get bigger and stuff like that. So it was only a fan page. And then it turned into like, we're, 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 we're doing, we're doing written reviews on Facebook and stuff like Facebook um, is our biggest fan base, but then it's like, it's like our most, our most like unknown place of where people know us now, but we started on Facebook. We 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 got up to like fifteen thousand um thousand like likes on Facebook and stuff like that. And it was kind of like a forum. It was like people just commenting on our reviews on there. And then I was just like, you know, like we can really do something with this. And I was talking to my friend Jeremy. Me and Jeremy is the one who brought who booted up the uh, the actual Facebook page. And then it turned into like we started getting a logo together than the actual logo that first like white logo i don't know if you ever seen have you seen that one the first yeah. the original yeah it was like that logo and i was like dude we have a logo this is great <laughs> and then i had to figure out so with me i had to figure out like what did i want to do what did, because like there was a there's a lot of cinemanias but it's like it's supposed to be like because it's it's a hispanic word and stuff and there's a lot of different like you know, Hispanic pages on Facebook titled Cinemania um, and stuff. Not like not like an English one. Like, we're the only English one right now. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I have to add something to Cinemania. Like, Cinemania Films, Cinemania Talking. I don't know. What 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 is this, you know? And then, like, and then I think, um, I think my mother came in the room when we, her and I was just talking about random stuff. And she's like, how's your Cinemania world thing going? I was like, world? What are we talking about? <laughs> and she's like, then she's like, yeah, that world you thing you do, the world Cinemania of what is it called again? And I was like, you know, that's kind of that's kind of has a little ring to it. And, I, <laughs> and, I just, and then I just kept it. And then I had a new logo made that added the Cinemania world stuff onto it. And then that just became the thing. And then I met Alex. I met Alex in 2017 uh, at a screening for Dark Tower. Awful. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I met him at Dark Tower. 
in line. I saw him like twice before at other screenings. And I'm like, oh, hey. And he's like, oh, I'm Alex and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. My name's Dwayne. Let's like hang out for this because I don't like being alone for these screenings you know, anymore. You know, so we hung out. And then we started hanging out, hanging out, hanging out, and hanging out, and hanging out. And then him and I became like best friends. And then one time we were just like, dude, what if we like did a podcast? And he was like, yeah, because we right before, right before um, the rot, not not the Rise of Skywalker, right before the Last Jedi. Um, one of the reasons why the Last Jedi, even though I don't think it's that that amazing, I, I I like it. But one of the reasons why that movie holds so is like holds so close to my heart is because that was the growth of the podcast. Alex and I had like an hour and a half conversation on the phone. Like, no, no, we had like a pizza shop just eating and talking about the movie and stuff. And I was like, dude, we need a podcast. We got to get this stuff going. And then it was just him and I. And now it was like to see where it's at and everyone's excited to talk and stuff and to see like you come in, you come on it. Because if, if none of this happened, like you, I wouldn't have met you. I wouldn't have met Larry. I wouldn't have met like Alex or any of that stuff. So I just think the direction that life takes us is like so crazy and stuff like that. So I already know you're going to go like to a lot of places and stuff. So it's going to be very, very interesting to watch you grow. And I remember when like you were on a podcast, like another podcast, I was like, Oh, good for her. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I think it was for Spider-Man. I believe I saw it on. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I did that with all that film. Yeah. And I was like, Oh good. Yay. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So let's talk about what, um, so what's that album you've been bumping this past couple of days? What's going oh. on? A Fine Line by Harry Styles. Is it good? I mean, clearly. Oh, it's <laughs> phenomenal. I I was a big fan of One Direction, Um, like, from when I was, like, 11 until they, like, split up. Like, I was, like, the biggest One Direction fan. Uh, <laughs> so, ever since they split up, Harry Styles has been, like, my, like, bias. And his new album came out, and that's just, like... Chess kiss. <laughs> um, so I, I've always wanted to ask you that. What's kind of, what kind of? Because I've always wanted to, um, I've always wanted to know what kind of like music you're into. Is that like, like pop and like, you know, kind of like rockish is like your style? Uh, yeah. I like when you were talking about, uh, you thought music was your passion for like the longest time. That was me too. Oh. I only started watching movies when I was sixteen. Uh, same, well, same. Yeah. Yeah, Same, 15 yeah. or 16. It was when Deadpool came out. Uh, Deadpool was the movie that, that kind so of, like, crazy. I know, right? Like, <laughs> of all movies, Deadpool. Yeah. And I don't even really love that movie that much anymore. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, Deadpool was that spark for me that was, like, oh, my God, this is, like, something I'm interested in. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, before that, uh, I was, like, very emo uh, <laughs> in high school. Uh, I had, like, a lip ring. Um Oh my god! And yeah, I had a lip ring. I had a nose ring. I had my hair purple at some point. Uh, I used to wear like band T-shirts only, and I used to listen to like Pierce the Veil, Sleeping with Sirens, uh, Black Veil Brides, like that kind of scene. Uh, so yeah, I still listen to like uh, bands like that. Like I still listen. I bump like Pierce the Veil, Sleeping with Sirens, and like Bring Me the Horizon like all the time. Uh, right, right, so yeah, right. I'm like into, but mostly my favorite genre is like punk. Uh, pop punk uh like all time low and uh new funk new glory uh, water park stuff like that 
I um, you know, it's crazy oh, too because I used I used to be an email as well. Can you believe that? <laughs> a black email? Can you imagine? So There's I was more um, than you think. <laughs> I know that's what I listen because my mom hated it. I, I knew it hated it. I know she hated it, but she. The thing about my mother is that she, whether she hated what I was doing, she always accepted it. Right. So I had phases, many phases. So when I was like thirteen to like fifteen. I love skulls. I don't know what it was, but I wanted all my clothes to be like studded skulls, and I wanted to wear. Bl- I still wear all black. Punisher. Like, yeah, it was like it was like just shit like that, rock and roll shit like that. I was like, oh my god! I was walking into into school, and like all my friends, you know, back in the day, like the music, it was like Little Wayne and like Nicki Minaj and all of them. And like 2009, and I'm over here, I'm walking in with like My Chemical Romance. And yes. fucking and fucking Green Day and shit. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck the fuck is this guy from the hood listening to this this shit? And I used to get like I used to get so bull I used to get like bullied so much about it. But I was like, you know, this is me. I'm I'm chilling. Leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so I mean I I, I feel you and stuff like I that. I got a tattoo so, of all time low lyrics when I was like in that stage. Tattoo? Like a real tattoo? Yeah, like a real tattoo. It's on my thigh, and it says it only takes a little push to pull on through. But the all-time get low logo on my uh, when I, when yeah, uh, I was fifteen, and it was very what? legal. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I didn't tell my parents about it. Uh, they were really mad at me. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was uh, but, I can imagine. Yeah, uh, but it was it was a it, it's very sentimental to me. It's not like the best tattoo. It looks okay, but it's very sentimental to me uh, because All Time Low is my favorite band of all time, and uh, that song is actually about uh, like it's just kind of like a song where it's like, hey, do don't like get down on yourself. You're special. You're great. You know, stuff like that. Uplifting stuff. It's kind of generic, but uh, it really spoke to me. And I used to, um, I used to self-harm and uh, I have like a whole bunch of uh, scars on my leg and on my thigh. And I got it like right above my scars. So it's like in my mind at that time, I was like, you know what? I'm trying to stop doing this. I feel like if I have something like right there to like you know remind me then it, i'd stop and i i eventually stopped um and it still like really holds sentimental to me it like kind of takes away from the fact that there's like all these like ugly like scars in my thigh <laughs> Does it, so you um i actually had a friend a really close friend who i still talk to to this day who used to um self-harm in high school and stuff and i um i was like dude, i was like her like go we, we we weren't dating or anything like that but i was like her go-to like like you know like, like companion and stuff in high school because a lot of people in high uh, my high school was very like brutal and stuff like they if you didn't if you wasn't if you wasn't, if you don't fit in, that you're just not a part of this pretty much the part of this school and stuff. If you're not into what they're, what you're, what we're into, then you just you have no place. So she used to do that a lot, but she used to do it a lot on her um, on her uh, on like her arms and stuff like that. And you would see it. She'd have all these like sleeves on and stuff like that. Um, was was that a part of like your rough time and stuff like that? Just like yeah. being, being depressed and whatnot. Yeah, it was kind of, like, it's weird because, um, I don't know if it's like this for a lot of other people who, um, self-harm or have self-harmed. It was kind of like a power trip in a way because, Mm -hmm. like, uh, there's a lot of pain happening in my life that I could not control and this was a pain that I could control. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and it just made me feel like I was in control of my life a little more. Uh, not, I know a lot of people say it like helps take the pain away, and it was never anything like that. It was just kind of me being like, well, I have control of this. This is mine. I nobody can, you know, dictate otherwise. Right. You know what's um, you know, you ever have you ever used to watch Degrassi? Yeah. Like, yeah, that was, like, my childhood, one of my childhood shows. And, like, one of the reasons why I love that show is because no teenage show will ever be as real as De- Degrassi. Um, and I stand by that statement. I mean, there was an episode um, with, with uh, I remember her name was Ellie, who used to do the same thing. And it was, like, one of those tough, tough epi- like sh- episodes where she used to cut her wrists and stuff like that. Um, and everyone was trying to get her help and whatnot. Um, but I, I also know that a lot of the time, just, like, when just people are going through stuff like that, I, pretty much you know how to how to like fix it if you wanted to fix it. It's all about just it's all about when you want to mm-hmm. fix it and stuff like that. So did people know? Like did people the people around no. you know, or did you kind of like keep it away? Uh, no, my parents only found out because um, once again. Th- I, I should say trigger warning for anybody. Um, I am yeah. going to talk about um, suicide and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, my parents didn't find out until I attempted to kill myself. Um, I tried to overdose on a lot of pills. And I started, like, you know, going in and out of consciousness. And I ended up calling my mom because I got scared and realized that's not what I want to do at the last minute. And I mm. called my mom. Uh, she took, uh, ambulance came to my house. We went to the hospital. They met me there. Um, they both came home from work. Uh, and I was on, uh, I was in like the ICU. I had to get my stomach pumped, all this stuff. And then, um, they did a full body check. Uh, and cause I asked, I, they must've asked me at some point if I self harm, I really, I can't remember. Um, but they checked my body and they saw that I had, uh, a lot of like deep, uh, deep cuts on my legs uh and stuff like that and i actually had to get stitches on a few of them uh because they oh, weren't wow. healing yeah i i just yeah. i never told anybody so i never got like proper care for them or anything i didn't know how to yeah. treat them uh so my parents found out at the hospital then that i was self-harming and then i did get sent to a psychiatric hospital because of the suicide attempt uh mm-hmm. so that's when they found out and it was just it, it was a lot at once and well, i can yeah. imagine yeah I actually, I can imagine, well, I'm happy you're still here. I'm happy you're still around and stuff. Well, how long was you, um, how long was you at the hospital? Two weeks. Two weeks. It's, okay. How was, was that? It was a short stay. Um, it honestly, it was just a lot of like, uh, realization. Uh, right. I was very scared when I got there. Uh, well, the yeah, amb- I mean, yeah, the ambulance ride, uh, there was like very like anxiety inducing and like i just did not know what to accept expect because when you watch movies or anything like that you know psychiatric hospitals are like made up to be this like you know terrible thing right 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 Um, right. but when you get there honestly it really is just kind of like not not, like recommending psychiatric hospitals to anyone well of (laughs) course yeah (laughs) uh, but it really is just like a community uh and you meet and i was uh a minor at the time, so it was an adolescence hospital. Uh, it really is just like a community, and like you, it's just such a free space to like say anything, and nobody there is gonna like treat you um, like they're like above you in any way or something like that. There's no like clicks or anything. Right. <laughs> um, and you know, being able to sit in groups with people and hear their stories and like uh, just anything like that, it was 
very eye-opening to me and me kind of finally being like, wow, that I'm glad I didn't uh, take my life. <laughs> right. Was that one of the things that was, like, uh, messing you up in um in high school? Like, was it like, clicks? Was your high school very click-orientated? Yeah. My mine, high school... Too, yeah, like, mine wasn't. And, I'm, I mean, it, it was, like, there was people who were cool, but it wasn't, like, the how the movies were. Like, was yours, like, how the movies were? Because I, I still have yet to see that. Yeah. Like, high school's like, oh, okay, screw that. Yeah, so. um, my high school is very, like, preppy. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, Ottawa is, like, a small town, and it's very, you know, I don't know. It's, like, mixed with, like, middle class and high class, but there's more, like, high class people in Ottawa than there is, like, middle class. So if you're middle class and you go to my high school, then you're, like, kind of, like, fucked because everyone that's, like, high class is, like, you know, together in a clique. Um, so... Yeah, there it was hard making friends in high school and also I was like really struggling with my sexuality at the time too. So that was on my mind like 24/7. Okay. Hello? Hello? Oh, okay. Are we, are we are we still here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought, I thought I thought we got cut off. Um so what I was going to say really quick there's a I don't know if you ever seen there's a movie that like you brought you bring all this stuff up and it's like reminded me of the movie it's called a girl like her you ever seen that yeah i, I seen it you on netflix it. Yeah. yeah you saw it like you watched yeah. it and stuff yeah like, yeah like was that kind of like how stuff was like um, you know yeah, that's not too like, much but like dramatized uh, oh of course but, yeah it definitely feels like a. I don't know like kind of people have like power trips in high school like, yeah. they know that they're, like, you know, above you, so say. So what, um, so, yeah, so I'm, I mean, I, um, suicide stories are, like, really, really tough as far as because, um, last year my dad took his own life and stuff, so he, um, and I, I didn't know what he was going through, so I guess that was, like, that's important to know and stuff because he, him and I just, like, we weren't on speaking terms and stuff. And we, um, the last time I had spoke to him before everything happened last year was like 2015, like maybe. So no, I would say 2004. No, 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 15 is when like, I last spoke to him because like he would he would he would come in my life and then he would leave, then he would come in my life, then he would leave. I kind of got annoyed with it, so I just stopped all contact from him and stuff. And it's not like he was re trying to reach out as well too. Like he would reach out for like birthdays here and there, you know what I mean? But it wasn't anything like that. And then I got a phone call last year, and I was at, I was at, you know, while I was at work, that he took his life, and I was like, "Oh, jeez," you know what I mean? And I remember like it didn't phase me at first because I was like, I've always told myself that if something happened, something happened to my dad, that like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be phased or anything, just because like our relationship just wasn't there. But then I remembering like the second day, like like the no, no, that night, just like being a wreck. So I was a wreck for like a couple of weeks and if you go back to like our early shows and stuff like that if you go back like to 2017 2017 when we started the podcast officially if you go back to our early shows you can hear it like it was awful but i was trying to push through through a lot of shows just because like it was so such a crazy time so um so i am glad that you know you ended up like ended up being okay and stuff like that and see where you are now was there like a certain thing that just like pushed you over the edge like there wasn't like an incident or something like that um i don't think so it was just a lot of like contemplating doing it 
Um, and at that time, like, I felt like I was kind of like a pussy for like not doing it like sooner. Uh, like I'd tell myself all that all the time, like every day I'd go home and like think about it and like, uh, think of a way that I could do it. Uh, ve- that's very dark, but it's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, and then one day I finally just like, kind of like, was like Hannah grow a pair and like, you know, you don't want to be here anymore. Do it. And yeah. I did it. And then ended up last minute right like the doctors basically told me like i would have like uh went into cardiac arrest if i would have waited another 20 minutes oh wow wow yeah yeah that's crazy that that really is um my dad um he didn't use any like he didn't he like it was like a self-inflicted gunshot wound um and stuff so he so i mean I've I, I I guess I've never really been at that point in my life where I wanted to take it because I have like I was in the la- October of 2019 is like one of the worst months of my life and no one would ever know because like I come on these shows and I'm laughing and I'm and I'm ranting about movies and stuff and I'm you know you know what I'm saying and I'm talking we're all like having a good time but no one would actually know how I mean you never really know how anyone truly is doing you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and stuff but like October was like one of the worst months like um I was in a lot of like a lot of like debt trouble as far as like my federal loans go for school and I had a, <clears throat> I had a lot of these like um I had a lot of these like anxiety attacks and I didn't know what they were I was like because I never had this before and stuff anxiety and then I was in the hospital that one night when I was like in the hospital for like all those hours because I thought my heart my heartbeat was like I thought I thought I literally felt like early in the day my heart was about to explode because mm-hmm. it was like dumping and dumping I'm like what is like what's going on like what is this you know what I'm saying so I went to the hospital and they they were like doing all these tests to see if I was on the verge of a heart attack or anything like that and they're like like you're fine and I'm like that doesn't make any sense. So why was my heart beating so much? And then one doc, one like psychiatric doctor came in and said, you were having an anxiety attack, uh, a panic attack. And I was like, from what? And she was like, I don't know. Are you stressed? Are you stressed out? And I was like, I mean, yeah, but like, so, and I think, um, I think like as far, so that's like probably the worst. That's like stuff that's been happening to me as far as like, you know, different kind of panic attacks and stuff like that. And then I do remember back in like 2015 when I was like forced to leave college. Um, that was like, that was like one of the darkest times because like, um, because like I was, I, I was, I was leaving my friends. I was leaving my girlfriend at, at the time who I'm still with, but um, I was leaving a lot of people in college and I, why do, I, I didn't, I never liked being home for some reason. I just never liked being home. Even to this day, like sometimes I just don't like to go home and stuff and that's where movies come in i go watch a movie for like two or three hours unless unless unless, unless it's black christmas because oh <laughs> but um yeah so like that's where movies come in it kind of pushes pushes how long i have to go home because i you know i want to get home and i want to just go to sleep you know when i'm in my own house i just get into my head you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so um i think i guess like a dark time for me was probably like 2015 ish so like for you uh what like as far as moods go, do you have a lot of like mood swings and stuff like that? Was there like, like what was the last like dark like period of like where you were just like kind of like fed up with everything, stressing out and stuff like that? Um, I think trying to like figure out what I wanted to do after high school was like a, a big yeah, that's thing a big for one. me. That's a big yeah. one. Yeah. Um, 
I just like I felt so lost because a part of me was like, yeah, I want, I really want to like, because for the longest time, uh, ever since I started, uh, ever since I went through all that, like uh, trying to like kill myself and like you know stuff like that, I really wanted to go into like counseling for adolescence. Uh, and then in 2016, I had this epiphany that, or like when dead, yeah, Deadpool. Uh, so 2016, uh, <laughs> I had this like epiphany that I loved movies, and then like throughout high school, I was like, yeah, I'm still gonna like you know. Uh, be a counselor and do all that but then like towards the end of high school I was like I would love to take the chance to you know go to film school and mm-hmm, try and yeah. pursue try and pursue a career in film and you know I had like a whole bunch of voices in my ear like my parents are very supportive and they always told me like you know what we're going to support you no matter what we want you to chase your dream and that would be you know going to film school but then I also had like other family members and friends and teachers telling me no you should like you're taking a gamble with that you're not going to be like secure um financially and like you know stuff like that if you do do that you need to go into like a actual uh like university uh and pursue something that you're going to for sure have a job in uh after you graduate and that was just a really like right like up until I graduated I really did not know what I wanted to do and I like that's why I like haven't started college yet is because it took me so long to um (laughs) figure out what I wanted to do uh but yeah that was like really hard for me and yeah (laughs) so what if um that is so crazy because I never realized how much you and I have in common because that was like a dark like 2015 it was like I had to get my mother told me I cannot I can no longer pay like my mom was like you know because of your college just wasn't for me right and I'll be honest like I got distracted a lot with friends and uh with Dana and we and it just wasn't I wasn't doing good but like my grades and stuff like that so my mother told me, listen, I can't keep paying for your college tuition and stuff like that and all these loans if you're going to keep, like, if you're going to keep these, like, horrific grades. And I was like, you know, I get it. So my last semester, I tried to bring everything up and stuff, and it was just, but I just didn't cut it. And she said, I can no longer pay for your school. You're going to have to pay for it by yourself. But at, at, when you're, like, 20 or, like, when you're, like, 21, like, I'm just like, well, how do I do that? You know what I mean? So I started to try to apply for all these loans. And then I thought about how, like, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I went to, I went to college for psychology. And I was, because I, I, stuff like this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a counselor and stuff. Same thing. I wanted to be a counselor for high school kids and stuff. Because high school kids, no one realizes how much high school kids like what, how much they go through as far as like fitting in and then the culture and stuff like that. So I wanted to be a counselor for that. But then I'm realizing in school that this is ultimately not what I want end game. I'm not in love with this. You know what I mean? And I'm like spending all this and like everyone's, my mom's spending all this money and she's by, she's a single mother and stuff like that. And I, I'm not in love with this. Like, what am I in love with? I, I didn't know what I, what, what I, like what I wanted to do. And then I got into movies and I was like, I want to go into like film school. So I tried to apply to some film schools, wasn't working. Then I started writing my own screenplays. Then I started all that type of stuff. And then like movies pretty much is like what guided you and I both to like where we are right now. And then I realized that I wanted to do like, I want to be an entertainer. Like I want to, as far as movies go, I want to like be on radio. I want everyone to hear me rant and stuff like that. And then that's <laughs> where, that's where we are right now. So that's very um 
interesting and stuff like that. So that's really cool to hear, you know, um, to hear that uh, you kind of movies is like kind of like what, what guided you to where you are right now and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Um, um, shout out to Deadpool and stuff and Ryan Reynolds. And all <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, shout out to Miller, uh, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, let's get into like, let's get into um, – some some let's get into like relationships and stuff like that where because you're talking about your like you had a tough time dealing like you know figuring out your sexuality and stuff so what is that like how 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 was that all like you know as you were growing up and stuff um i never really knew that bisexuality was like a thing uh Uh until i was like in high school uh because i don't i feel like it was more of like a kind of like thing when like you were probably in high school middle school uh, right. more than it was for me uh, but yeah so I really didn't know it was a thing but I always knew that like I was like uh, interested in girls uh, and I like immediately like thought that I was a lesbian and like I was like my heart like dropped all the way to my ass and I was like oh my god what am I gonna do I'm gonna have to come out to everybody and like I'm gonna disappoint people and it just like it really stressed me out for a long time and then you know I started like uh, started freshman year of high school and a lot of my friends were like yeah I'm bisexual and I was like oh like that's a thing like you're allowed to like boys and girls uh (laughs) (laughs) like I always thought it had to be like one thing or the other uh but yeah I was like uh really struggling with it because I was like I'm scared to like I was like very scared to tell my parents and I was very scared to like tell my friends and so Mm -hmm. I like hit it up until like last year um like I didn't I and I hadn't I I did not like fully come out until like uh, a few months ago uh so last year I started telling people yeah I'm like bi-curious uh and they're like oh well that's different than like actually being bisexual and I was like yeah like (laughs) I'm not bisexual uh (laughs) and then uh and then, like, a few months ago, I finally, like, came to terms with it. And I was like, this isn't, like, a big deal. And, like, I yeah. told, like, you know, my parents and I told my friends. And, like, everyone was, like, super accepting and super awesome about it. And um, I've never, like, been in a relationship with a girl. Um, but I know that, like, I'm, like, very, like, you know, interested in girls. Uh, and I, I'm, I haven't been in a lot of relationships, like, period. Like, because, yeah. like I said before, I've never been that kind, that kind of, like, person to um, try and, like, pursue relationships. I'm very Wait. independent. I like being independent. Oh, that's like that's like music to my ears. Are you um so are you like um so you never been like with a boyfriend or anything like that? Ever had like a boyfriend or anything? Oh no, I've had. I just got out of a relationship like a month ago. Uh, oh, <laughs> I've had <laughs> I've had boyfriends, uh, but not a whole lot. I've had like I think like four boyfriends, uh, mm-hmm. my entire life, and they've. And they've never been, like, long relationships. I was in one, like, long-term relationship, and it was very, like, on and off, and it was, like, my first boyfriend. Um, And, like, I was, like, so in love with him, or at least I thought I was. Uh, And he just, like, always, like, constantly, like, broke my heart and hurt me. And it was a lot of, like, back and forth. And that's, like, my, like, how I thought relationships were for the longest time. Because I was, like, 14 and like that's how everyone else's relationships were like all my friends uh right. like they're always like yeah me and my boyfriend are fighting like and i'm like oh <laughs> me too uh <laughs> and like uh <laughs> and so i was like oh i guess this is how relationships are uh <laughs> but yeah and then after that i just kind of like gave up because i was like i'm not that kind of girl and like i'm never gonna be that kind of girl where it's like i need somebody to like validate me because i don't like i like being able to like uh 
you know, just be with my own self. Like, I like myself. Uh, I know a lot of people who do um, need, like, validation and stuff from, like, a partner don't aren't, like, super, like, happy with themselves. And me, I've, I'm glad I got to this point because it took a long time. I've never had, like, self-confidence or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I hated myself for a long time. Uh, and now I'm just, like, so so happy with myself and I love myself enough to you know not need anybody to you know depend on that's um that's honestly really really great to hear because man like 2019 and just like back when I was like you know there was just because like you know my 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 mother my uh well everyone has always told me to date um, like, like, especially like boys who are mama's boys are going to date like people, like girls or women or whatever, who are like, who are like similar to their mom in ways, as far as like the way she is. My mom has always been like, a am like my own, like her own backbone and stuff like that. She's always been so independent and stuff like that. And that's kind of what I wanted. So my ex was, my ex was very much that she was very much the, um, independent and stuff like that. I love myself. I want to be you know, I want to be like who I want to be and stuff like that. And that's always what that's always what I've been drawn to. And she um, and, I mean, it, it, it didn't work with her and I. She's great. I'm never going to I'm, I'm never going to like I know it's like, there's like a thing with like society now. It was like, oh, let's fuck our ex, you know. But like she was great. It was it was just we weren't meant to be and stuff. And I think it's harder great. to be in relationships with somebody who is very like self-dependent. Like, yeah. That's the experience I've had, like guys aren't okay with that a lot of the time because yeah, they feel I feel like not saying that all guys are like this um but like they feel like they need to be like the savior i guess in a relationship and i'm not attracted to that and you know i'm sure a lot of other like independent girls are aren't attracted to that so it's like it's a hard balance to have it is and it's like it, it takes us it, it's like it's like it's a rare specimen of of guys that can kind of that can kind of handle someone who's not like a pushover or something like that. Because I I mean I've never I've seen so many like a lot of my roommates back in college they dated the very vulnerable. I I I hate watching that. Like someone when I was in college, like a lot of my a lot of my roommates like they were they were good people, but as far as relationship goes, they just had this thing where like I'm in control and stuff and i am the dominant one and then this like you know the some of the some of the girls i would just like come come in our room i'm just like oh my god you poor soul you know what i'm saying like just what's going on like you know um and my ex like she the reason why her and i didn't work was was because of um because of where she went to college she went to college like she she left she went far and stuff and i and she's very like she was always very like what was the word like very um like very like touchy feely to other guys she's mm-hmm. very like what's the word i'm thinking about it it's like it's, it's blanking though she was just very like open and stuff like that but like even though her and i were in a relationship she was just always a very like affectionate that's the word affectionate person 
and stuff. So she would like, you know, like touch guys' arms and shoulders and lean on people and stuff like that. It always bothered me because I'm like, first of all, I'm standing right here. And second of all, <laughs> like, I know we're not like sitting next to each other in class, but look, I'm right. Hello. You know, but <laughs> it, but it wasn't like a thing where it was like, I'm trying to keep this, but I wait, I'm, I'm trying to, to like hide this from you. It was more like, this is like who I am. It's not on purpose. Like her, like not even like thinking that it could come off that way. Yeah, so there was like a time where like she um her and I were sitting her and I sitting across from each other, right? And we were in a study group, right? So it was me, one of my home one of my homeboys next to me, one of my other homeboys across from me, and she was across from me. Like so it was like four people. So we're sitting and man, she is just touching this dude. This I'm like, yo the fuck you doing and then she gets up and leaves <laughs> and like Dwayne I'm so sorry I don't know what she's doing I'm like it's not you man it's cause she's she's just an affectionate girl and I don't know what it is if it's like an attention thing from guys or something you know what she reminds she was kind of like not to that extent but remember remember uh, Euphoria what's the girl's name who was with Nate forgot her name she's in Waves with Nate um, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah 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 Man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She was like that, you know. And oh, she okay. was, and and like, and like. Listen, my, I'm, I am a short, I'm a short, glasses wearing, comic book loving black guy. You know, I'm not the norm. You know what I'm saying? So I knew I was out of her league. And she is like, gorgeous. I mean, I don't know how she looks right now, but like, she's gorgeous. She's Asian, Vietnamese, like those those gorgeous eyes, those the long hair. She's 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 gorgeous and i know a lot of guys are like oh, why the fuck are you with Dwayne? he likes he likes spider-man and like you know like what and she's just like she's one of the things that she used to tell me was like you're just you are not like everyone else and i think you stand out and i'm like great so do you let's do something then she puts all the guys wanted her and i knew that and i just like i just couldn't trust her you know what i'm saying and like the relationship I'm in now, I've been with Dana for five years, and I love Dana to death, and I could trust Dana no matter what happens. You know what I'm saying? I can't, mm-hmm. I, for the life of me, I cannot, I could not trust, I could I could not trust Anna at all. Like, I just, I couldn't. I think couldn't. relationships are different outside of school also. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And I wish, I, I, I know if her and I were together now, it probably would be different, but, cause, but we met in high school, and it's just, it's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... It, it it is what it is. I don't know what who she's dating or who she's with right now, but I'm I'm sure she's happy. I'm, 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 I, I, she sent me a message. Um, it was really nice and stuff a couple of months ago. She sent me a message about how uh, she listened to one of my shows, and I'm she's like, oh, this is oh. one of your shows. Um, it's really good. I'm so happy for you. I'm like, oh, well, great. Screw you, but great, you know. But like, <laughs> um, no, nah, she's great. So, um, yeah, I, I I always for some reason after our midsummer like kind of discussion with you and Kayla. I thought like you were in like this like crazy for some reason like this crazy traumatic like relationship and something. I don't know, I just got that vibe. But I feel like no, that's probably that's probably I mean, like more go ahead. I don't know. It was kind of that way because it's just like I don't know, my the most recent relationship it was me trying to like not be super independent and actually be like that kind of girlfriend where it's like yeah I always want to hang out yeah like I always want to talk like all this kind of stuff and that's just and it's not who I am like right, I right. like I'm 
I there's not a lot of guys in the world or like girls even too who are gonna want to be in a relationship with someone who doesn't want to like you know text all day who doesn't want to hang out every day and it's like I'm just not that kind of person I'm fine with hanging out once a week and like talking like you know having like two conversations a day that's just how oh I am oh my god yeah I'm an asshole if I'm like that though are you kidding me I, mean, I that's how I, that's how I perceive too though like I like <laughs> like with in relationships that's how like uh guys are like oh well she's standing office she's not into me as much as yeah. i'm into her you know mm-hmm. stuff like that and it's like no that's not like how i see it at least it's just that i don't like being smothered uh- I, oh my <laughs> god i um i like dana dana and i that's like one of the things that's like really that's one of the things that kind of stand one of the things that kind of hinders our relationship sometimes is because I love me time. I love it. You know, I love it. Everyone who like, like, you know, some people who's like, Dwayne, how can you go to the movies by yourself? I'm like, get out of here. I love the movies. By I myself. love going to the movies. I'm at, I'm at, I'm at my job right now. I'm in a quiet room. I'm in like a security office. It's quiet. I, I, this is my setting. You know, I just love being alone. So when Dana and I first got together, she thought that I didn't want to be around her. I'm like, no, it's not that. I just like my me time. You know, mm-hmm. I just like, I mean, well, you'd rather hang out with your friends. I'm like, no, I just like my time. You know, it's not nothing to do with you. I, I love our time together and stuff. But I just need me me time. I, I There's some times where, like, I go a couple of hours, like, not texting anybody. And it's not just, it's not because I don't want to talk to you. I just, like, sometimes I need a break from all that. You know what I mean? I need, mm-hmm. like... It's some time to like, especially with Disney Plus, man. I'm watching Zach and Cody. I, I like, I need, like, you know, I just um. But then if you do that, like, you're a dick and you don't want to be a part of like this relationship. And you know, the relationship is you and I. And I'm like, I get it, but I just like me time. And um, Anna was the same way. And I was like, this is awesome, but it just didn't work. You know what I'm saying? It just um, and it's like, so I completely, I completely understand exactly how you feel because I'm just like, I like being alone and I like being by myself and I like doing my own thing and you know you don't have to come with me to every appointment or every this and that and oh my god my some of my like one of my roommates who was in a relationship with this girlfriend for fuck's sake they wake up together they go to breakfast they go to the gym they do this they do that they fucking look at each other I'm like yo you don't get tired of each other fuck like, like, i get tired I, of my sister and like my yeah. friends like i can't do that with like somebody i'm in a relationship with like aaron <laughs> like her name was her name was um, aaron and she i'm just airing everybody out this is awful but whatever like like aaron used to walk in because she used to date my um roommate tyler no not tyler uh jared my roommate jared and i i remember i i remember like she walked in one time when when she was walking to jared's room i'm like aaron can i talk to you and she's like yeah what's up Dwayne? i'm like you don't get tired of jared what? what do you mean? I'm like, y'all see, y'all do everything together. Everything. You guys work together too. You don't oh, get tired geez. of them? Yeah, you don't get tired of them? She's like, no, I love him. I'm like, oh, this is awful. I can't do this. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> I just, I can't do this. I'm like, I, I was never that guy. And I'm afraid of like, one of my biggest fears is like moving in with Dana. And I'm moving in just relationship wise in general because I like my space. And I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna need a basement or something. It's not that I <laughs> don't 
like I love you to death, but I need my time. You know, I need time mm-hmm. to just chill. I need like like there's times when she comes over and she doesn't. She's like a she's like a she's like a late sleeper, so she wakes up at like noon, and I fucking love that. I love <laughs> that. It's eight a.m. and I'm up and I'm downstairs and I'm doing my own thing and I'm and I'm podcasting and I'm and I'm like you know just cooking or making co- you know I just like yeah. doing my own thing. I can't do the thing where we're just looking at each other the rest of our lives. <laughs> what, the, what the what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the only a- <laughs> thing that I smother with love is my cat. <laughs> yeah, like, you know that's what I'm where I draw the line. I'm like, if it's my cat, yes, always want to be around my cat. <laughs> Right, or like, or like when we, or, or like when we're sexual and stuff like that. Then we like, you know, it's bedtime. We doing all that type of stuff. That's fine. But like, I can't do the whole let's look at each other until eternity. <laughs> I, I can't do that. Need me time, and that's like one thing that a lot of relationships. You have to be like with that person that gets it, because if you're not, then you're just gonna be smothered, and you're gonna mm-hmm. feel smothered. You're just gonna not want to do this anymore and stuff. And I've had those kind of thoughts before with her like we would like our second year was really rough because we were like going to we were going to like the, the school counselor in college and stuff like that and i'm like i'm fucking 22 going to a counselor what's going on for like relationships <laughs> and i'm like and 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 the counselor was like well, what's going on with you i'm like i just want some time alone and dana's like well why don't you want to be with me i'm like dana it's not that i just i need some time to myself you know what i mean like trips mm-hmm. like going to san, like going to going to san diego my boss is like oh you should have my boss is like oh you should have dana come I'm like no dude san diego's like <laughs> cinemania that's cinemania time and dana knows when like it's cinemania world time and i'm just like i'm in i'm in i'm in work mode you know because mm-hmm. san diego most of it is work mode we're trying to get all the news out and stuff you know we're trying to do this and promote and we're trying to network while we're out there you know what i'm saying so yeah um I totally get where you're coming from. It's it, it's a it's a mess out here. It's crazy out here. Um, Sorry, that was my sister. <laughs> <laughs> she okay? Listen, she can yeah, be a part she... of this show too. Listen, what's her name? <laughs> her name's Jamie. <laughs> it's Dwayne. <laughs> he said hi. She said, "My bad, hey." <laughs> oh no, it's all Gucci. We good. We good. She walked in and said, "Damn, it's cold as hell out there." <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, it's like it's not cold over here though. It's like sixty. I don't know what's going on over here. It's Dude, supposed to be it's winter. so cold in Illinois. <laughs> um, I can imagine Illinois is always awful. Um, all right, so back to um, back to you because I kind of went on like a little tangent. I ranted a little bit, but um, oh, no, you're good. <laughs> back to you a little bit. I wanted to see something. I've always been interested in asking you. Um, is social media because you have a very, very. I mean, you have a very, very like wide social media presence. As far as like, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm not, you're not like 10 million followers when you got like, and you're like posting every day, but you do post every day, a lot every day. Um, mm. Do you, is, is social media like something, is that, so you have this big social media presence and I've noticed that after, like, after meeting you the first time, I noticed that a lot of people listen to what you say, um, comment back to you, whether it's hot takes or whatever, guys just being guys man that curious cat thing is hilarious like <laughs> oh yeah you know, i know <laughs> all that, that stuff that's is that i do it all the time because it's funny is seeing that... how many guys are like shoot their shot 
Like, <laughs> is, is that like, so is that like something that you've wanted? Like, do you like having the social media presence that you have? Because I, because I, with me, I don't have like, I don't have like 2,000 followers or anything like that. I have like, what, like 700, 600 right now. And it's like, if I post, I'm posting just because I'm pissed off or something, you know, and I'm posting about Black Christmas or something <laughs> else and stuff. And I don't expect like anything to like pop off. Most of the time your stuff pops off and stuff like that, whether it's like good or bad. Is that something you've always wanted or do you ever like feel like there's pressure of keeping that audience going? I feel pressure about it like all the time because when I started using Twitter, um, like as a part of film Twitter, I I still think it's like something that I do for fun. Mm -hmm. Like I met uh, this group of people on there. um, Shout out to John. Um, and I was in this group chat and we were all like super close. And then I started like tweeting like about some of my favorite movies and just like stuff like that. And, uh, and then I like started to get like more and more followers. And that's when I noticed that people were like taking it very seriously. Um, and I was like, and I was like, this is weird. I don't, I'm not taking it seriously. Like you guys are, you guys are like actually mad. And I'm just like, you know, having fun tweeting my opinions, you know? Mm. Um, and now it's like now there is this kind of pressure where it's like there's things that I can and can't say now or else people are going to like yell at me, um, which is like crazy to think that people take Twitter so seriously. Yeah, it's um, it's not like good. you've seen it's, um, a lot of like things that like, I tweet and it's like it could be very like unoffensive, you know, nothing like like me, me tweeting about Black Widow and Mission Impossible in the same tweet was way more like controversy than it should have been Mm -hmm. yeah i agree i mean with you um because listen i ain't gonna lie i lurk i look on every i look on everybody's stuff i'm always (laughs) so do i (laughs) to see what's to see what's going on and i um there's times where i'm like going through um just my timeline and then i'll see you post something and then it becomes like this big i remember the time where like you what was it it was like you did a video of like you crying after something and people oh, were yeah. flipping out and i'm like dude that relax. was a big deal that was That's like yeah I stopped then, being friends with people on twitter like i got a lot of yeah. people that followed me that i was like really good friends with because mm. i was sticking up for myself um and that was like a crazy situation for me to be like hey i posted this joke and somebody took it like very seriously and mm. got offended and you know me, I'm not. I'm a. I'm not afraid to confront people. I'm a very. Uh, I'm not like a non-confrontational person. So, this person subtweeted me very like, uh, very obviously too, and like tried yeah, to. Yeah, I hate it. that shit. Oh, I hate yeah. that shit so much. And Listen. I was like, I just don't understand what's happening right now. Like this was a joke. <laughs> so you guys like when. You know, you know what it is because th- with today's woke culture, it's mostly like <clears throat> we bash this person. The person's supposed to apologize. That's it. But listen, like if you, what I hate is that. Listen, I'm all fun and games on Twitter. I really am. I'm such a nonchalant guy in general. I'm not looking for no arguments. But what about it? You know what I'm saying? Like if you if there's really an issue, pop in the DMs. 
and we'll I talk tell about it. I everyone that all the time. You know Literally, what I'm saying? somebody the other day subtweeted me, and he's a close friend of mine. And, you know, we've been wanting to, like, work together on something. And he subtweeted me about something really dumb, and I DM'd him, and I was like, hey, like, don't be afraid to DM me. I'm not going to scream at you. I'm not going to, like, you know, block you right away or anything like that. Like, tell me, and I'll, like, do my best to, like, explain it to you or fix it. Like, I'm not, like, a sensitive person like that. Yeah, exactly. And that's how I am too. I'm just like, you know, let's talk. But I do, I'm not confrontational at all. Like I, I rarely get into arguments. I get into like little squabbles and stuff like that, but it's not like a, um, it's never like, I've never gotten into like a fist fight, you know, I, but like, as far as Twitter goes, Twitter, there's just this thing where like, I don't know, like I remember like, like people can't have fun anymore. Mm -hmm. And like, I remember on Twitter, I you know, one of the big things that people do on film Twitter especially is like, you know, an old movie that you that you love, you post about it a little bit and then it'll get it'll get like some traction because a lot of not a lot of people remember that movie or something. So one of my tweets got tr a lot of traction and it was um it was for Wind River. I said, you know, Wind River is one of those underrated movies of like 20 um of 2017. I remember this tweet. And then someone like did the whole like, you know, comment, you know, the subtweet and was like, oh, how was it underrated if it got critical praise? And I'm like, listen, dude, I know your gimmick on here <laughs> is to do the hot takes and shit like that. Don't do that shit with me, man, because I don't, right. I'll, have an, I'll have an issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not doing anything to you. I'm not saying anything offensive. If I, if I was like, Wind River was the first movie of like, you know what I'm saying? Then I get it. But I'm not, I'm, Even I'm that, literally. Even that's just an opinion. Yeah, I'm like, literally. People take these like, things so seriously and act like you're tweeting out like homophobic, racist kind of things. And it's just like, no, they're just opinions. Right. And I'm, I'm literally they treat it like, as severely as something like that. Exactly. I'm literally like praising a movie that I absolutely love. And you're trying to subtweet me for your followers to like get on me. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about that life. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about the Twitter hate life and stuff like that so i told him straight up like don't use me for your for your one of your little moments okay that's just not gonna happen and then it stopped and i was like okay cool you know what i'm saying that's all i need <laughs> because i'm i mean listen i'll watch all the arguments all day with my popcorn gifts and all that stuff and i'll you know and i'll be my little and i'll, and I'll instigate like I'm, I'm never gonna comment and stuff but just like i just don't like twitter arguments and a lot of people love to just argue like this black widow i'm baffled like yeah i know baffled. i got a curious cat telling me that um someone's like don't act like you don't like the like uh controversy you create and i'm like i don't it gives me anxiety i hate it um yeah, like nothing yeah. that i tweet is like you know I don't expect it to like blow up and people be mad over it. No, a lot of the time I'm like, hey, it's gonna get like five likes and like, you know, my couple of followers that I interact with like regularly, like Marcus or somebody is gonna like comment right. on it and tell me I'm dumb. Like <laughs> he, um, it's like it's like and then I remember one of your um I remember like I get so, when I especially when I'm with my friend, I'm so protective. Like I'm so protective with like family, my mom. Dana, just don't mess with my peoples, all right? Because then we got issues. Because, like, like Alex is one of my best friends. And, like, listen, only I can make fun of Alex. Not like that. But you know what I mean? Like, only yeah. I can pick on Alex like that. And Alex knows that he, I love him, all that stuff. But when someone picks on Alex, I, like, I, 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 like, I go on rampages because, like, I know what he's been through as far as his life. But he has, he has the same thing as me. He has really bad anxiety and stuff. And I... 
know how bad he can get when like he's he's faced with like he's faced with like you know like discourse and stuff like that like one of his reviews he was so um he's gonna get mad at me for telling this to everyone but his was he was so depressed after his like alita battle not not alita battle angel like godzilla review went up and like he got so much hate for that review because he didn't like the movie and i was so sad like that's my friend you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. I was so sad because he got he was in a really bad mood for like a couple of weeks because people were just so mean on YouTube, um, and I told him like, dude, you're a YouTuber, you gotta you gotta you gotta just deal with stuff like that. It's gonna happen, you know. Um, that's why I created like YouTubers like Jeremy Johns like deleted Twitter because like it's people get really really like hurtful and yeah. stuff. You know? And then one time because you especially the so like the cinemania team everyone i'm protective over because y'all are my peoples you know what i'm saying and y'all are my, like y'all are my good friends right now and there was a i i think a couple of days ago you did your like four favorite movies and people yeah. just so mean and i'm and i'm playful i get on i do my little gif you know but i you know I. Don't, it's I, different I don't, when it's, your friends are doing it though yeah like you know when i'm like you know i'm when i'm just bullshitting like oh you know yeah. I'll, I'll put in my little fight gif or something like that or you know <laughs> something random and you know i'm you know you know behind the keyboard or behind my phone i'm just laughing i'm joking i don't yeah. catch movies fucking it and four people are you kidding me are, are you mad about <laughs> like people are upset about yeah. this so there's a lot of you had a lot of subtweets of just angry people. I'm like, why are you angry over someone's like I just don't get it. And I remember I saw one of the one of the um like threads or like subtweets, like someone laughed and like you did a paragraph about how this was hurtful and stuff like that. Um and I felt so bad. I'm like, this you shouldn't be apologizing for what you like, you know? Like, mm-hmm. listen. If you like Trump, then then like you should you should, you should apologize. What's going on with that? But <laughs> you liking Spider Man Far From Home over like the Irishman? You know what I'm saying? It's just so yeah. stupid. It's so unnecessary. I felt so bad. I was gonna message you. I'm like, probably just not or not with it right now. But I was gonna message you like, are you okay? You know what I'm saying? But like, I just don't like that. You know. It's it's very frustrating, too, especially when it's, like, like I said in my paragraph, like, I expect, like, people to be mad at me whenever I tweet, like, hot tweet, hot takes or something like that. Like, when I tweeted my tweet about It Chapter 2 uh, and mm-hmm. Endgame, oh, I expected it. I was not shocked when I had, like, you know, people in my replies yelling at me. But, like, when I, like, post, like, just, like, my four favorite movies of the year, because I know that it's mine, and I hope that everyone else on Twitter know that, you know, that's just, like, my opinion. I'm not even... Like, I didn't even say they're the best movies of the year. Right, I just said right, they're my right. favorites. Um, right, so exactly. Like, That's just so frustrating, yeah. It's like, how are you, like, you yelling at me isn't going to change my opinion. It's just, it's exactly. not. You're not getting anywhere with it. You're just pissing me off. Like, you know, like, all, like, our, um, our favorite movies of, uh, 20, um, of, like, of the decade in 2019 and all that stuff is coming, those shows. And, like, listen. I'm saying it right now. One of my favorite movies of the decade is Scream 4, okay? It's like number six, you know, in my list because I love that. That was like one of my favorite theater experiences like ever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's always stuck to me. And I know if I like throw went on Twitter and said, oh my God, my top five movies, and then I have Scream 4 in there, I'm going to get subtweeted like a thousand times. Like, oh my God, Scream 4, do you don't like movies? Or when I said- Do you the, like I, a like, horror movie? <laughs> yeah. Like, for fuck's sake, when I said The Irishman is too long, oh my God. Like, I just, you don't get it. 
Scorsese's a genius, and you don't get it, and you don't understand movies, and how could you like Avengers? That's the hours. Um, my, by the way, Avengers was two hours and 50 minutes. Ten minutes was credits, by the way. Anyway, but like, uh, um, yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I tried telling someone that too because they were like, uh, you guys watch three hours of Avengers, but you can't watch three hours and 35 minutes of The Irishman. And I was like, and I'm like, I love Scorsese. Scorsese is probably my top five directors right now. I tweet about fucking The Departed every single day because I love it so much. And um, I'm like, I'm like, I don't think I'll be able to sit through three and a half hours of The Irishman because I like I have ADHD and 30 minutes makes Same. a difference. Believe it or fucking not. 30 Same. minutes makes a big difference in a movie. So like I um like people were like when I said I'm watching I like someone got I remember like someone got mad at me when I was like you know I think I, I tweeted like oh I'm watching the Irishman at work so I can take breaks or something like that somebody got mad and they're like oh my god you should be praising this movie in the theater and I'm like dude no okay I'm not sitting <laughs> for three and a half hours for men talking I'm just not doing it okay some Scorsese or not I'm not doing this. Because the when I was when we were doing all of that and that whole thing the shows, everyone was like Dwayne. Everyone's argument is Dwayne, you sat through Avengers and It Chapter Two. I'm like, okay, tell me the difference between Avengers Endgame and It Chapter Two, and The Irishman. What's the difference between those movies? You people be like, you uh, spent ten uh, years with Avengers Endgame characters, that, and this that, is a big lead up to this. The Irishman, you don't know these characters. You're getting introduced yeah. to them in the fucking movie. So. It was that, but it was also the fact that it chapter two, Doctor Sleep, and movies like the and, and Avengers Endgame, those are blockbuster action movies. It's a uh, high-paced horror movies, high-paced action movies. The Irishman is a slow burn, and I sorry that I don't want to sit for three and a half hours for a slow burn and i'm just i'm not doing it it ain't happening i watched that shit in three parts that day okay and it was fine you know i don't think <laughs> have you even watched it yet I no know. i haven't watched it yet and i feel so bad for not watching it because i just like i like i said before i love scorsese um i love pretty much all of his films like i talk right. like i said before i talk about the departed all the fucking time because i love the departed so much and i talk about king and comedy all the time and i love silence you know uh fuck it uh shutter island you know so many of his movies are my all-time favorite movies of all time hugo um <laughs> and but it's like when i think of the irishman i'm like i just feel like it's the departed with like new characters and like just not not my thing like i i'm not excited to watch the irishman for three and a half hours like it just it's not something that's drawing me in and i'm sure i'll watch it at some point but like i said before three hours of avengers is very different from three and a half hours of the irishman because 30 minutes makes a different one difference one and three hours of, of avengers it's like you know We've been with these characters for so fucking long, and this is like a lead up to something. And with right. It Chapter Two, you know, I, I didn't expect me to love It Chapter Two as much as I loved It Chapter Two. And it might be the same thing with The Irishman, but I just haven't gotten to watching it yet. So right, and, and listen, most people would be like, "Oh my god, she hates movies." But I know, as your friend, fine, it's not a big deal. Fine, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just I don't get it. Um, all right, so. I actually wanted to ask you a question. What does your um does does your family like does your household know about you like you and the podcasting stuff? What do they what do they think yeah. about it? 
Yeah, um, my mom like cried when I like told her that like I uh, love I that. I remember and, that. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, she was like listening to um the very first podcast I did on calling yeah. her name. She texted me. She was like, "Oh my god, I'm crying. Like, I'm so proud of you, baby. Like, you know, all this stuff. Being a mom, uh, <laughs> and like my sister, she like she gets annoyed with me like doing it all the time because like she always wants to hang out and she's like uh she's like, "Oh my god, you're gonna spend two hours talking like yeah people over the phone again." But like she like always tell like tells like her friends and like stuff like that and like thinks it's so cool she's like hannah's going to comic-con next year and like stuff like that <laughs> that's that's really cool I'm, I'm very happy to hear that especially when people around you are supportive um and your parents are like they're really supportive people and stuff like that so that's really really good to hear and your sister and your family so that's really really um nice to hear and stuff but i remember when you um when you um posted about how like your mom was crying and stuff and i at first i didn't understand like well what do you mean it's just a podcast but now hearing like about what you've been through and stuff like that i can see why can i can absolutely see why and my mom sometimes she has these moments because she knows that like i when like when i got out of um when i got out of like my like a like the appointment that was telling that was you know basically last month about like all of my um all of my problems with like anxiety and stuff and my mom was like, well, why? Like, what's going on with you? Like, you're usually so happy. And I'm like, mom, I don't. And I just broke down on the phone. And my mom has never heard me cry ever. And she was just shocked. Like, you know, like, she's like, <clears throat> she's like, what? Like, this is, this is, you're crying? And I'm like, yeah. You know, it was like, <laughs> it, it was like, it was like Kim Kardashian ugly crying on the phone. <laughs> you can tell when someone, when someone, when you start hearing someone, yeah. you know, you know, like, you know, the face they're making. And she, it, it broke her heart. And I can tell from over the phone, it broke her heart because she started crying and stuff. So there's a lot of moments where she's like, I'm so proud of you for doing this, for sticking to this. Because one of my main problems as like a, as being in college and high school was that I could just never stick to anything. And like, this is like the one thing, like podcasting and talking about movies is the one thing that I've stuck with all this time. And that makes her happy. So I'm, uh, that's really good to hear as far as on your end. Um, one of the last questions I wanted to ask you was pretty much what, what's going on with coming by your name? Why are you so, <laughs> <laughs> why are you so obsessed with that movie? Like, what, what did it do? How was your experience when you saw it first time in theater? Did you watch it in theaters? Uh, yeah, I did. Okay, so how? What um, was that feeling like the first time you came out of the movie? Why is it, why is that movie so important to you? I just got it. I got a tattoo. <laughs> God sick. What's going on? <laughs> um, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, my dad saw it before I saw it. Um, my dad. I'm you know I don't know a lot of people uh who like like movies like I do, but my dad is one of the few people who like isn't super into movies but like he goes and sees them um and he saw it before i did and he came home and he was like hey hannah i think you'd really like this movie um he knows that i'm like very like uh, passionate about uh the lgbtq community and you know um equal rights and stuff like that he just he knows me right and so he was like you know what hannah would like this movie and he told me about it and then me and him went and seen it together um it was his second time it was oh, my wow. first time Ooh. yeah <laughs> we're like it's very weird no it's very weird because like me and like my uh my dad in particular um mm. like we're like i know a lot of people think it's like awkward to like watch like you know sexual movies with like their parents so, like that i don't know why but like it's just like it doesn't phase us uh i yeah, think we just mom, watched a lot like my mom and i listen my mom is like is like my third site or second best friend like you know she's like one of my i hang out i'm not afraid to say like i hang out with my mom 
all the time if I'm not hanging out with Me Dana too. or Alex or like or, or other friends. My mom and I we go to after the big after I see the big movie of the weekend, like whether it's Star Wars or Avengers or like something, I see it with her on Saturday. That's like that's just that's just or Sunday morning after breakfast. That's just our thing. You know, we have a thing on Sundays where so we put something in the slow cooker and we watch a couple movies and stuff like that. And she loves movies. I just showed her loose and she loved it. Um, and I can't wait to show. I love showing her all my favorite movies of the year that's, that she didn't catch in theaters. Like when I showed her searching for the first time, it was amazing. Her reaction. So I can't wait to. So sh- <laughs> right. And I can't wait to show her movies like Waves and like and like Jojo Rabbit. because She's going to want to watch those movies, too. She always asks me when I can back from the theater like how it was and stuff but she only comes out she only goes out to like the big uh, like you know it has to be like something that she's really into for her to like leave the house to go see it so last movie that she really wanted to see was knives out we saw knives out she loved it um next one would probably be like star wars and then that'll be it until like black widow or something but um she was like like when we're watching a movie not in a th- like when we're like home or something watching a movie and it's like sex i try to like be on my phone or something it's just so awkward <laughs> like um I re- i'm trying to figure out like a movie where there's just like and th- like one movie that i know i would never watch with her is like don john can't do it you know oh, what i'm saying yeah. can't do it <laughs> I, I you know another movie i would never watch i pick and choose especially the ones with like, like a lot a lot of sex i can't watch like i couldn't watch calling by your name with my mom with that peach <laughs> stuff i could not oh, watch yeah. that with my with my mother so i can't imagine you like you know watching that with like your dad and stuff that's hilarious i don't but know it great. just like doesn't phase us uh <laughs> but yeah so uh we, I watched it, and it's like, 2017 wasn't, like, a super hard year for me, but it was a year where it was, I definitely started to feel normal again. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, around 2017 was, like, the year that I was, like, finally, like, done with, like, a, a whole bunch of, like, medical stuff. Like, you know, I it's had good. just really gotten out of the psychiatric hospital like a year before that so Mm -hmm. I was starting to feel normal again and just like I went and seen this movie and I was already like sort of into movies so that's how like I um kind of knew about it uh when he told me about it I knew what it was uh and I went and seen it and it was like it just wrapped me up in this like world not world but like it made me feel like I was like a fly on the wall watching this happen and there's nothing else that mattered in the world except for this movie and that's like and it's been like three years and it's still that movie for me like I every time I watch it there's nothing in the world that matters except for you know me watching these two people fall in love and you know I'm I've said this a million times but like obviously I'm not like a 17 year old boy in the 80s struggling with my sexuality like i that's not very relatable you know and but that that's not why i love the movie so much it's just like it feels so human and real and just like completely just like brings me there to that moment and like i can watch it when i'm sad just like anything like that like the other Mm -hmm. like a few weeks ago like i was like i was feeling very low and like it was one of the uh few times that I've actually like you know considered maybe like uh relapsing uh on self-harming and you know me having this movie it's just like something that completely takes my mind off of everything and anything and it just like it's really you know helped me 
in my life so many times. Like, 2017 was the year I got my cat, too. Uh, and, like, I know a lot of people, like, roll their eyes when they're, like, uh, no, 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 talking I get about, it. like, animals yeah. and stuff like that. But it's, like, my cat is, like, my whole entire world. And, like, she has, like, saved my life and, like, changed my life completely. So it's, like, in 2017, I got called by her name and my cat. So it's, like, a big year for me to, like, uh, when I, like, look back and it's, like, dang, like, my life really changed in 2017 where I got this movie that completely, like, changed you know how i cope with things completely and also like my cat who's just like my world my absolute like ugh, i love her so much <laughs> <laughs> no i can tell listen one of the first profile picture i remember of you was in there cap and gown and a cat i said what's going on yep. here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on my graduation. Yeah. um um so before we get off, before um, we get off this um, on air and stuff like that, uh, lastly, this is the last, I promise this is the last one. Um, what's Endgame for you? Like, what's like, where do you see yourself? Where do you want to be as far as like years down the road? Like, what do you, where, where do you see yourself where you know you're going to be 100% comfortable with where you are in life? I guess like I, stability is like the mm -hmm. most important thing for me. Um, I just really want to be, like, stable and comfortable, like, with myself, like, still, because, like, as of now, I love myself, and I'm, like, very happy with myself, and I'm very happy with, like, where I'm going, and I hope that from, you know, years down the line, I don't, I hope that, like, I don't have, like, something that, like, happens that's going to completely, like, fuck that up and change it for me, and mm -hmm. me uh, feel, like, just like at rock bottom again because I've been there and I only want to go up and I'm hoping that you know things work out with my career in film or just like or even like podcasting like being a part of like entertainment like anything like that like I just I really want to have a stable career life you know still have my cat love her the most be <laughs> close to my family right uh yeah um but that that's great. I really um, listen. I um, I I'm a hundred percent. I'm I'm a hundred percent sure that I know you'll probably get there at some point. And I'm sure if you keep doing what you're doing, you're gonna have days like you're gonna have days like the other day. You just you're gonna, it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Um, like I like I have days where I'm just I just want to give up, and I get it and stuff like that. And especially with like. Um, especially with like doing all of this and stuff like that and us getting the more we get the more bigger we get it's going to be more scary like I was looking at our Spotify our Spotify numbers are so incredible and I'm like people like what we say like when I say the ice is too long <laughs> people care when Hannah says that like like she does not like Wonder Woman people care and I'm just like it's so cool to see so I'm sure we're all going to get there at some point you know and I'm very um Happy to hear that you're in, a, you're in, ultimately right now, you're in a better place. Um, and I'm happy we had this conversation. I'm happy that you are open enough to come to do something like this. Because I know a lot of people aren't. And it's very, very hard for, for people to open up. Especially because this, this is going to go out there. I'm not editing a thing. This is going to go out there. This is going to go to the masses. And, and more people is going to know more about you. And that's kind of what I wanted from this show and stuff. And what a first episode. This is fantastic. You didn't cry. <laughs> Yeah, didn't I didn't cry. cry. That's good. That's good. That's good. I, I mostly, <laughs> probably because like, um, it's probably because I, it feels like something like this is like gives whether it's like something of closure. You know what I mean? Because you probably yeah. haven't had 
conversation like this in a while. So it's probably just some closure and like what you're like. And then you probably had to, you probably like realize like, wow, I am doing better. You know what I mean? So um, that's all I Definitely. want. So that's good. I'm glad you didn't cry because I don't know what I would have done. I can't give you tissues <laughs> over here. So <laughs> I, I mean, I'll ship I'll ship some tissues out or something, but like I can't I can't give you tissues over here. But Probably at the end of the day, I had, I'm, like my cat in my lap the entire time, just like been petting her whenever I'm like talking about like deep shit. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy you're doing well. I'm happy you're doing better. And shout out to that cat. What's your name? Princess. Princess. The love shout of my life. Shout out, shout out to Princess. Shout out to Princess. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to Princess is calling by your name and Deadpool. I'm like, who would have yeah. thought? Like that. <laughs> but um, yeah. So um, all right, guys, that is it. That is it. That is the deep dive of the Hannah Ringswall. I did. That is your last name, right? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay, cool. Um, so that is our deep dive with Hannah. Um, that is our episode. That is the the interview. That is the one-on-one, whatever you want to call this thing. Um, I'm going to keep doing these. These are really cool. Uh, maybe we, you and I could do another one down the line and stuff where we're just talking about some, maybe like a year or so from now and see what, what what's going on with you and I. Because so these cool. are. Yeah, because these are these are really cool. These are really cool, and this is what I wanted. This is ultimately what I wanted from this show and stuff. So I'm really happy that we got a chance to do it. And I knew I I I knew I wanted you as my first guest for a reason. I was like, I gotta have Hannah on this thing because it's gonna be Hannah. It's gonna be <laughs> Hannah. I know. I I just I just like I hear you speak, and I know there's there's like there's layers. There's layers, and I was like, I knew, I knew, I know there's layers. I want Larry next. I want Larry so bad. I'm so <laughs> excited to hear everyone else's interviews. Like, when you, like, came up with this idea, like, like I said before, I didn't even think, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I want, like, want to hear, like, him, like, talk to um, everybody on the page and, like, you know, also hear Dwayne talk some more about himself. And then, like, mm. uh, and then, like, it realized, like, settled in, and I was like, oh, I'm also a part of the page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that little, that little, you know that Patrick meme when he's like rubbing his head like nah. yeah like, i want it i want everybody i want tyler i want alex i want larry i want larry like so bad for one of these shows i don't know i feel like there's there's good content behind larry as far as like his life and stuff and i'm so interested in so he's much. um yeah i love him too he's great um and i and i wanted i knew i wanted to um know more i want to know more about a lot of people and i just want to get to know and understand where people how they think and why they think and where they come from with all of this so i'm definitely pumped to keep these going if the numbers do well then i'm definitely do some more i mean i'll do it some more anyway um but i'm sure people are going to want to listen to this episode because there's an audience who who wants to listen to what hannah's going to say whether the thirst is real or not but (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so hannah thank you once again for opening up and coming on the show today i really do appreciate it and stuff thank you for having me as the first guest like this was like such a like nice experience like i loved it yeah, I, I love it too. I I, I, I love like getting get. to know you more too. Like I know this is supposed <laughs> to be like a like interview with like you know like I'm sure the rest of the episodes are gonna be like this too. Like, because right. uh, in my head I was like, oh my god, like it's gonna be like so like uh, I'm gonna have like pressure on me to like just like talk about myself the entire time. But like I loved like you know getting to know you more. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I wanted it too because I I didn't want you like listen. I don't want to. I'm not gonna try to. I didn't want to ask like 28 questions out of nowhere. And and I I listen. I wrote down. Like, let me see. I wrote down, um, like, seven questions. But I knew I wanted the majority to just uh, – for uh, I wanted the majority of the show um, as us just shooting the shit back and forth. You know what I mean? And just talking. 
about whatever comes up and then and then we're like we move on from that then i'll go into like another question or something like that so um yeah these, these are really good um i'm glad you you were on it once again and stuff i can't wait to get other people on this to see what everyone else is like and stuff to learn more about people the people i'm close to too so this is really good um and stuff but yeah everyone that is it <clears throat> that is it everyone that is episode one of let's talk um stay tuned for more episodes down the line i'm gonna have um right now the guests that i'm kind of racking up is like um alex uh larry tyler um pat from the page as well christian um lucy bugless from lucy goes to hollywood is another one uh matt neglia i have him down as well um so all that's gonna be very very fun and um everyone you can follow hannah on social media and hannah why don't you let everyone know that glorious <laughs> glorious social media tag shout princess once again uh at <laughs> movies and cats <laughs> oh it's fantastic um don't ever change that please i know you're contemplating it just don't do it what, i what do thought you think? about it but then i was like no 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 no, no. it's like movies it's and like cats <laughs> gonna get snatched up too fast that's what that's i'm like saying that's thing. that's and then you're gonna have to be like movies and cats like two two one something something <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? It's just like that's Hannah's gimmick is that is that is that social media tag. That's it. <laughs> I um, like movies and I like my cat. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, you can find me on social media at Cinemaniac94, Instagram Cinemaniac1994. Um as far as shows go, listen, I think I'm burnt out. Um we're supposed to do our reviews tonight for Jumanji and Black Christmas, but I think I might push those to tomorrow with Larry and Tyler. So stay tuned for that. And that is it, everyone. Um, that was the show. Thank you guys for listening. If you listened this far, I really appreciate it um, and stuff. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.